This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, it's a pleasure to be here once again. As I told her by Milman last time I was here, middle of the year, we had that big earthquake. I remember seeing everything move. Um, I don't know if that was a simon that, uh, that, that uh, I said something wrong. So, let, so I worked extra hard to make sure that that doesn't happen this time. And uh, this topic of Gniza in particular is a topic that I got a lot of feedback. I think Rabbi Milman got as well that people are very interested in hearing about this, about this Gniza. And it's just like we're overwhelmed with the amount of publications the uh, there has never been a generation where it's so easy to print something and it's it doesn't cost and 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 there's just an overwhelming amount of kisvea kodesh and because of that we're faced with problems what to do with it what to do with these kisvea kodesh i want to tell you that this topic pains everyone and we lack direction in it, including myself. What to do with everything? What to do with all of the all of the newspapers, all of the divri Torah, the parsha sheets that we get, the photocopies of the psukim that have Shem Hashem in them, the the uh, the, the 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 different the the, the different uh, um, uh, uh, you know art that comes home, invitations that have psukim on them. And I want to tell you, I want to start off with the following, that when we're Baruch Hashem, we're, we're coming out of Megefa, there's a, a Sefer, uh, the Sefer Atayman brings a certain covet of Kvura Sagniza, Al Piroiv Oisim Zois Be'es Megefa, Rahman Alitzlan. We do the Kvura of, of Gniza as a Segula Le'oire Rachamim Bazeh, just like we daven and we make sure and we're mishtadal to make sure that Shemus HaKodesh don't come to Chaz B'Sholem Ibud and disgrace, so too, we know how many bodies came to starvation and, and, and not being taken care of properly. In some countries, even cremation because of COVID. And Mir Tashem, this shear of being mischazik in Gniza and Kisve HaKodesh should be a segula for us to protect us from any future magefas and any future, uh, any future lo aleinu exeris. Uh, uh, because the more that we're machabit Kisve HaKodesh and we're careful in this, the more HaKodesh Baruch Hu is going to be, is, is going to be meracham on us. I want to tell you that uh, there's a sefer called Minhage Eretz Yisrael, writes that there's a, mesu, uh, it, there's a mesoris, in front of Mipnei Ziknei Asfardim, Ki Toitzos Agniza Segula Laatziris Geshom. It's a it's a segula to make sure that we don't have drought. Val Kol Tzorish Leitavai, and therefore any time there was a drought in Eretz Yisrael, they would they would uh, they would say Mizmoirim Tehillim, and and they would uh, and they would um, they they would bring they would bring the Gniza with Klishir and Kol Shoifar. And they eventually rain, uh, and eventually rain would come. There is uh, in in uh, Morocco as well. I'm Osik in, uh, in 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 trying to preserve Minhagi in Morocco, and 
there is one very special minig that I discovered, and I never got to experience it, but I, uh, but, but I, uh, I, I found out that there was a special minig that about once a year or a couple times, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit less, a little bit less frequent than that, after there was enough Geniza that was piled up, they would put it in bags, and there would be a Simcha Sagniza. usually happened the day of Isruchag, say for Nagua, Ambrigs, the day of Isruchag, that it would be a whole procession. They would actually sell those bags. Uh, they would sell, they would auction them off. Oh, they would auction it off. And then they would they would go to the Gniza, and there would be a whole Simcha, and afterwards they would make Seudas, and it was a big Simcha. And on Friday, Rabbi Yeshua Bitan from Emma Banim over here, on Chandler, right? It's on Chandler. Laurel Canyon, sorry, I'm not good at the streets. He, uh, he, he actually told me that they were, he saw I was giving a shir on Gniza in the valley, and he said that they were actually, is it coincidentally, you know, it's, it's, it coincides. When you have one Indian that comes up, Chazinish always says, you'll see how that Indian is Messiah. And over here, he said that they actually did that procession. He even showed me a picture from the city of Fez in the 1950s of that procession actually going on, and they actually did that over here. So it's something that, that still happens nowadays. But on the other hand, I get asked many, many, many times, where can I throw, where I could bring my, these, I, people come with me with bags. I'm saying, what, do you, what do you want me to do with it? I, I wish, you know, I'm a full service guy, I appreciate it, but what, what do you want me to do with these bags? You want me to go bury something in my backyard? And, and we're at loss, so what to do? I think there's a place in, uh, by Oral Han and by Chabad that you're able to, to throw Gniza out. I had somebody else in the valley who called me and he said he wants to make an initiative to be able to do something over here. I have somebody else who called me that, 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 that he's a friend of mine. I didn't even know. He was asked by a certain Rav two weeks ago to start working on this. So it's all coming together. People actually care and it's a very important thing because the more that we're Mechabit Kisve HaKodesh, the more, the more uh, we... we we, we foster Kavad Torah in our community, and that should be a schos upon us. So let's start with that. that, that that's the Haggadamah that I want to give. Now, let's start with the Makairis. Where do we, what is, what is the, where does the concept of Gniza come from? Let's start with that. So there's a Pasuk in the Torah, Parashas Re'eh, that um, uh, uh, regarding uh, obliterating Avodah Zorah, it's written, the Ibadim Eshmam, you should you should obliterate the the name of Avodah Zarah, and there it's written Parshas Re'eh You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't obliterate Hashem's name. And there is a mitzvah say there's a negative commandment to uh, to not to dis, to make sure that 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 the Shem Hashem is not erased. And says the Rambam. He's going to destroy the heichal. And if he's, he's going to erase the name of Hashem, he's going to be like it. If you write the name of Hashem and you erase it, you're like it. And, 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 and the Rambam writes, therefore, I'm, uh, he writes basically, the Ibatim Eshmam means uh, fr- from this posture, that you're not allowed to erase the Shemesh of the Shiva Shemesh. There are seven names of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You're not allowed to erase them if you write them. Okay? That's what the Rambam writes. It's not written anywhere about a Gniza of a Sefer. That's not written in the Shem of Hashem. I assume that many Sfarim over here don't have Yud Kei 
they don't have the shame adnus, and by them lachayra. What, where do we find a makor of Gniza? Where do we find a makor of Gniza? So there's a Magen Avram in Simen Kufnon Dalid that starts off with based on the Gemar, a Maseches Megillah. Maseches Megillah, or Amar Aleph actually discusses um, a Sefer Torah Shebola, a Sefer Torah that already got used up and is, is, uh, not able, is, is unusable. So the Gemara says, we put it in a earthenware vessel, and we we seal it. And we and we bury it next to the cave of a Talmud Chacham. Even it's for somebody who's not, he's not a big lamdan necessarily. He's a very simple Talmud Chacham. After davening, he stays and learns a little bit. By that person already, we're, we are able to bury a Sefer Torah. The Beis Yisrael in Simon Reish in Yeridea says, it's because of covered Talmud Chacham. We do it to honor the Talmud Chacham. That's why we bury the Sefer Torah by him. Uh, nowadays, if it's the whole purpose, why do we use an earthenware vessel? Because we don't want the Sifri Kodesh to decay. The purpose, is very important to remember, the purpose of Gniza is to preserve the Kisvei Kodesh that they shouldn't get erased to the maximum of our abilities. An earthenware vessel does that. Wood is not as good because wood decays faster than earthenware. But the place can say nowadays, let's say you have plastic, plastic is even better than that, and you could bury a safer tire in plastic. Now, if you don't have a Talmud Chacham, that's also fine. It's just for the covet of the Talmud Chacham. But if there's no Talmud Chacham, you could bury a safer tire without the covet of the Talmud Chacham in plastic, and you, bur- you, you bury it in the ground under three Tfachim, and, and that's okay. We'll get to that a little bit later about the details of Gniza and what type of solutions we could find. But... The Shulchan Aruch codifies this, right? Sefer Torah Shabbala, Manichim Asher Bekli Cheres Vegoyitzah B'Tevich Kevet Amuchacham. Says the Magen Avram, Sifkotten Tess, Simen Kufnon Dalet Arachayim, Hu Adin Sfarim, the Asher Lesarfan, you're not allowed to burn Sfarim. Venerally, the Hu Adin Kol Tashmishay Kedusha, David B'chal Yisasu Kain L'Hashem Elokeichem. Vechen Kosev Rambam, Mitzvah Leisasei, Shameabit Kisve HaKodesh Oiver Balav. He says the Rambam writes in Mitzvah Leisasei, that any kisvei kodesh you violate a Torah prohibition if you are if you if you if you burn it or if you just dispose of it in a way where it's going to get where it's going to get ruined. Now it's very interesting. The 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 Mugen of Ram says who adin svarim. Where does he get that from? And then he quotes a Rambam ha meabed kisvei kodesh over belav. And he's mashma that you have to take any safer whatsoever and you have to bury it in the klicheres as well. Okay, that means that we are finished. I could just finish the shear right over here. That every single safer, every single piece of Torah, that you have to put it in the klicheres and you have to bury it. Prima Godim says, Mashikaz of Lenin's farm, never saw that before. Maybe Nevim Uksuvim, when they're written on a cloth, Vitsarachin, and he's not sure. But all other farm kids that Kaidish, furthermore, the Magen Avram writes, he says like this, and this is what the Rambam writes, You heard me read the Rambam, the Rambam doesn't say that. The Rambam, I'll read, I'll read you the Rambam again. I, I couldn't believe it when I read the Magen Avram. The Magen Avram says, The Magen Avram says, which is written in Hey, I'm reading the Sefer HaMitzvah, Mitzvah Samachay, and he's talking about He doesn't mention a word about Kisvei HaKadosh. So I was puzzled by this. I said, how could he say this? Not only that, 
the Rambam writes in Hilchas Yesoide Atayur Perik Vav that if you're Ma'abi Kisvia Kodesh, Kisvia Kodesh would mean anything that is that has Torah in it. He says Makanoisa Makas Mardus. It's an Iser de Rabbanon. The Sefer Achinuch in Mitzvah Tov Lamed Zayin also writes it's a Mitzvah de Rabbanon. The Tashbeitz uh, brings this Rambam also that it's a Mitzvah de Rabbanon. So where did the Magen from is equating this to Sifrei Torah? So. I, I, I saw quoted the Ein Yitzchak brings this down. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with the Ein Yitzchak soon. It's going to be a very important part of this year. He says there's a Rambam when he counts the Moinim Minyan Mitzvahs. He says the word Kisvei Hakodesh. So where's this Rambam in Moinim Minyan Mitzvahs? You have to really leaf through the Rambam in the end of uh, in the end of uh, of you know after the Chuvas Rabino Avrambid Rambam. Basically, the Rambam counts shorthand shorthandedly all of the different mitzvahs. I think it's the Rambam who wrote this. Either way, the Rambam writes in Simmons uh, uh, in Mitzvah Leisa say Samechei Loi Leabed Hamikdash VeKistve Hakodesh. So the Rambam says not to obliterate the Mikdash and Kistve Hakodesh. So maybe the Magen Avram learned from over here the Kistve Hakodesh means all Kistve Hakodesh. But Pashtus, you know, there's a stira because the Rambam in one place says. Only the Shem Hashem, you have to, you have, you have to, you have to make sure not to erase. And over here in the in the Minyan Mitzvahs, he says Kisvei Hakodesh. So the Ein Yitzchak, the 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 in Europe before the war, Yitzchak Elchan Inspector, Shailos Shuvas Ein Yitzchak Simon Hay, a very important Shuvah. We're going to get to it soon. He says that the Rambam obviously meant Kisvei Hakodesh that have Shem Hashem, Kisvei Hakodesh that have Shem Hashem. We're talking about Tefillin, Mezuzas, and Nevi'im. And ksuvim, there you have to do proper gniza, and if you erase them, and if you throw chas v'shalom tefillin away or mezuzas away, you violated an iser de araisa of leisasun kein l'ashem alakechem. It's very scary, and according to Magen Avram, you have to bury them in klicheres. And the truth is, by by these things, by tefillin mezuzas, the paiskim say. That yes, they should be buried in 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 in, in Klicheris. and I think that's what they do. That they'll take that you know. I remember in Eretz Yisrael, we had big Gniza boxes on different corners, big blue boxes, and there would be places where you could throw Divrei Torah, Gemara, Sidurim, and then there's a special box to put mezuzahs and tefillin and and anything else that was written with kedusha sasefer. There's a special box. Um, Regular Shem Hashem not, but, but, but those things, yes. I guess they, they have a Kedusha Sesvarim on it, whether it's Metamis Yadayim or not Metamis Yadayim. That gets into a more difficult subject. But that, is, that seems to be right now the accepted halacha. That, that Kisve HaKadosh that have Shem Hashem, they have the highest level of Gniza. The Klicheres, or as I mentioned, plastic nowadays. Any other kisvei akodesh that don't have the she, that don't have the shem Hashem, there's an iser de rabbanon, an iser de rabbanon to be gainus them. It's very important to start off with that that it's not an iser de raisa, it's an iser de rabbanon. So what else needs what else needs gniza? Anytime you write a pasuk, more than three words 
already you have a Shiloh of Gniza. Already you have a Shiloh of Gniza. The only time where you won't have a Shiloh of Gniza is if you're writing a Pasuk in a way of a Melitza or Igeres Shloimim. That you're writing it as a, as you're so proficient in Psukim that you're able to take a Pasuk in Daniel or in, uh, or in, in, in Tanakh and write it as an expression. That's what's written in Shulchanach Yeredes in Reish Pei Dalit. Otherwise, you have to, uh, you have to, you have to, uh, you have to, um, you have to perform Gniza on them. Now, there's a very good sefer on Hilchas Gniza, which I'll be quoting a lot, which is a sefer Ginze Akodesh, written by uh, Rav Yecheskel Feinhandler, a fine Talmud Chacham in Eretz Yisrael, and he worked on this subject together with the Vada Gniza. And in the back, he has a kuntras that if a, somebody wants to write, if somebody wants to write psukim on his invitation. He has to shuffle it up a little bit, and then he's allowed. And there's a whole list of how to shuffle up and what's called shuffling up in order to be able to, to write down an invitation. For example, if you're making a chnosah sefer Torah, you think it's the biggest mitzvah to write, Eben ma'asua bainim pina. You're going to write that, or a chanukas havayas, a chanukas beis abedrash, I'm sorry. Eben ma'asua bainim pina. The problem is you're going to write that. It's going to be Chaim Ekeniza. The flyer is going to be all over the floor. And therefore, you have to write instead, if you want to write that, Avanim ma'asu abaynim pina. Which is not the Pasuk, and it's not going to be Chayv and Knisa. And he has a way how to write. It's a whole chart over here. If you want to write Psukim, what way is the proper way uh, uh, to write these Psukim? So those things require Knisa. Many times you get invitations of Chasnas that those Psukim, you're going to have to make sure that those Psukim go to Gniza. We're going to see. But that's Pashas what you have to, what you have to be careful in. Anything that's digital obviously doesn't go to Gniza. Beyond the quote of this shear. Beyond the quote of this shear, obviously, if somebody's if anybody used an app for davening, he's erasing Shem Hashem constantly. So, why? We're, it would require a whole different shear. According to technology, uh, it, you have 60, 60 times per second, you have the light going into that letter. And, uh, and, and, and I, I, there's a, a very important Talmud Chacham in Eretz name is Rabbi David Arya Morgenstern, who's very close to Rabbi Yashiv, who has a, a very strong yediyah in this, in, in this topic. And he asked Rabbi Yashiv, why would somebody be chayev on Shabbos on writing on his keyboard if there's nothing there? So Rabbi Yashiv answered him, on Shabbos you are chayev deraisa, writing on the keyboard, because that's the derech haksiva. You see it written that way, that's derech haksiva. Rabbi Israel Orbach has a letter that imprinted in a sefer that, that Rabbi Shleim Zalman, his father, didn't hold that way. He held it was his Torah But it could be by Shabbos and Geniza is different. Obviously, we're, we're not knowing in Geniza that there's any Shalom Bechikas Shem Hashem Deiraisa. We hold that there was, there was nothing there. But I'm just saying that you can't compare it to Hilchah Shabbos. Hilchah Shabbos, it is called writing. Derech Exivas, maybe more daimit to the Mishkan. It's a different subject. But that's the minig nowadays. The digital, we're not... We're not uh, we're not careful with. Uh, you know, there are some people that, ri- that wrote on, on, on a chalkboard. You know, there's a Rebbe that writes the name of Hashem on a chalkboard. There's a huge machalikas apaiskim. Some say he has to cut out that chalkboard, that Shem Hashem, and he has to, you know, he has to uh, count his losses. You know, that's, that's it. <laughs> on the other hand, we're going to see, it could be that it, since it's done temporarily, it could be it's a little bit of a different status. That'll be soon. So anytime that, that there's Shem Hashem, any psukim, even without Shem Hashem, that is written l'shem pasuk, you have a shaila of gniza. Tashmishe kedusha. That means anything that was in direct contact 
with, um, with Kedusha, the tefillin plastic boxes. Interesting, I saw Reb Shleim Zalman Orbach quoted in the Mishnaburah of Reb Nevensal in, in Hilchas Tefillin that writes that the, that the, the, the pouch that tefillin are in is called the Tashmish to Tashmish to Kedusha because what's protecting the, the tefillin is really the boxes. So, so, the, so the, the, the pouch is called the Tashmish to Tashmish to Kedusha. Uh, anything that is, you know, the plastic that's around the mezuzah is called the Tashmish to Anything that's Tashmish to Kedusha also requires Gniza. Also requires Gniza. A cover for a, uh, for a, for a safer is also called a Tashmish, even though it doesn't have Torah on it, it's called a Tashmish to Kedusha. There's going to be many things that are Tashmish to Kedusha. What does not require Gniza is Tashmishay Mitzvah. That's the Gemara Maseches Megillah, Tashmishay Kedusha Nignazim, Tashmishay Mitzvah Nizrakim. Tashmishay Mitzvah can be thro- uh, disposed of. That means Tzitzis do not require Gniza. Sitzes do not require Gniza. Just there is a condition that you can't put them in a place of a bizayin. You can't throw them in the black garbage, just like together with eggshells and potato peels. So that's a disgrace to a tashmishe mitzvah that was done. And therefore, if you put it in a non-see-through uh, bag and you put it in the disposable or you put it in a place where it's not going to be mizbazit, there's nothing wrong with that. With tzitzis, talesim, shoifar, um, a lulav, schach. There's a famous story by the Chassam Seifer that, I, that he saw a student that was accepted in yeshiva walked over schach and he said, he says, he's not accepted in my yeshiva. He says, what do you mean? It's tashmishe mitzvah, you're allowed. He says, even though it's tashmishe mitzvah, but it's not, a, it's not covered for the, uh, for the, for the, uh, 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 for something that a mitzvah was done to. So obviously there has to be sensitivities. If something that's nicker that it was done for a mitzvah, hadasim, aravis, you have to treat it Bekavid, but it does not need geniza. So that's tashmishay mitzvah. Okay? But, but, but anything else, especially for that Shem Hashem, requires geniza. If that's the case, what do we do with all of these, uh, of these publications? And I want to say a very important point, a hashkafic point, uh, an outlook. It's not necessarily a mitzvah to print everything that we want. It's, there's no mitzvah. Shulchan Aruch writes in Yeradeya Simen Reish Pei Dalid that you shouldn't write psukim on the Torah of Atalis because since Atalis is a Tashvishay mitzvah and it's eventually going to go to the bathroom with you, we don't bring our Talisim to the bathroom, but you're allowed to, eventually it's going to get thrown away. Don't write, there's no mitzvah to write psukim on your Talis, says the Shulchan Aruch. Based on a chubas at Rambam, Simon Zion, do not write, sit, do not write psukim on your talis. Furthermore, the Chazaynish once told one of his machanchim, test your talmidim balpeh. <laughs> test your children orally. Do not print bechinais. Rabbi said, Rebbe, what do you want from me? He says, you're just going to take the, the test and you're going to throw them out. So I'll tell them not to. He says, if you don't have that sensitivity, it's not going to work. Rebetzin Rodberg from Bnei Brak, when she was teaching her Talmud, there's the Chazin, she also told her the same thing. Don't print out worksheets because he was afraid what would happen. We're not naive that way. We print worksheets. But there's no mitzvah to be marbibus farm. Ramosha, before his monumental tshuva on, on Geniza, which we're going to get to, has a hagdam and he says, why do we have to have 
a, a sitter that has everything inside, and therefore it gets used up, and eventually it needs to go to Gniza, and who says that we could throw it in Gniza, because we don't have enough space, why don't we, he says, I have a great idea, why don't we print a separate Rosh Hashanah Machzer, a separate Slichis Machzer, a separate, uh, you know, Yomim Taiv, don't put everything in one, in one, in one Machzer, which there are some, you know, and, and that way the Sfarim lasts a long time, and we don't need to have Gniza, and not only that, in the back of this Sefer Ginzvei HaKodesh, he has a bunch of Pachkevilim. Anybody who is in Eretz Yisrael know what Pachkevilim is. It's the, it's the, it's the um, wonderful decor that the city of Yerushalayim invests a lot of money in to make the city look authentic. What is it? All types of statements and proclamations and uh, a lot of times Lashon Haro that, that, that they want to publicize and not everybody has, a, uh, has meaningful communication. They can just publicize. So instead, what they do is that they get somebody to put a Pashkivilim. And a Pashkivilim, a lot of times, if they're coming against someone, there's a whole Chachma how to do it. They wait a few minutes before Shabbos, right before the siren, and quickly they put it up. Nobody can put it down anymore. Everybody's staring in their face that Pliny Ben Pliny is a, is a Russia and he's a Marusha, he's a Picurus, and he supports whatever. And that's, that's what they have. It's a beautiful decor, and you know, that's part of the decor of Yerushalayim. So there are some Pachkevilim that are endorsed by Rabbanim, that Rabbanim feel there are messages that have, a lot of them are anonymous. But there are some that are very important. They're kol koiris. They come and tell you certain things that you have to be careful in to stay away from certain things. They guide us. Certain, certain of these, we'll call them Pachkavilim, are actually very, very important letters because they communicate with us the message of what G'dayla Taira feel about a subject. Now, what would you think? Is it important to publicize? You know, on one hand, you could say, you have to spread as much Taira as you can, spread as much Taira in the newspapers, spread as much Taira in the magazines, Spread as much Torah as you can all over, and uh, and and uh, let the chips fall where they may. But uh, somebody who wants to understand das Torah and go to the Gedolim, he'll see that they're they're more careful about it. There's one um, there there's one Kolkira was written Sivan Tavshin Nun Tavshin is a long time ago, right? We're getting older. We're in Tavshin Pei already. Wow. That's like uh, 32 years ago, 32, 31 years ago. let Sibor. We want to remind the Sibor that to write a Pasuk, even without Haskaras Hashem, if it's going to come, they be Zion is careful. Therefore, you shouldn't print Sukim on flyers and on newspapers that are being, or, or on lottery tickets or on receipts. Don't print Sukim. Signed, Rabbi Yosef Shalom, Eliyaz, Rabbi Shalom, Zalman Arbach, Ravad Yosef, Rav Vazder, Rav Scheinberg, and Betzina Bashol, this is Rav Yudh Tzadka. Another, another Pachkevil, uh, that Rav Vazder wrote a whole letter in, I wouldn't say Pachkevil, a Kol Koyre, that he is asking, he, I says, I'm going to translate, I am begging in front of you that stop printing Divrei Torah during the week in newspapers. Be, and I think he understood the importance of our Batsasa Torah, if I'm not mistaken, right, Rabbi? I think so. And besides Erev Shabbos and Yom Tiv, because it's Xera that nobody could be. No, he says, and even that, the reason why I'm allowing them on Friday and Shabbos, because they're not going to listen to me otherwise. And, and, and it, even if they do that, it should be in a separate section so people know to throw things in Geniza. Signed, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, Rabbi Yashiv, and Rav Vosner. There are more and more letters. Rav, Rav, the, the Minchas Yitzchak has the same letter in Tavshin Memtes. He says, Basically, that means, I beg of you. 
Stop printing psukim and divrei Torah during the week in the newspapers. It just gets thrown around and we're walking on them in the streets. Stop it. You know, and letter after letter after letter. There's one letter over here signed by literally 50 chachamim. It was something that really is bothersome. And don't say, oh, what does it mean? It's a real problem. What do we do about this problem? Okay, so far this was the Agdama. Now let's try to look for solutions. One of the, one of the, you know, this is not a new problem. This has been going on for generations. And in one of the generations, earlier on, a couple hundred years ago, they used to take all the Gniza, put it by the cemetery. It was hard to bury. There was too much. It was in barrels. And the Shvus Yaakov, the Migdoyle Ador, was asked what to do with all of these Kisvi HaKadosh that are just in a cemetery and they're being used by the Goyim for toilet paper and other things. And it was, it was, it was a tremendous bizayin. It was a tremendous bizayin. The Shvus Yaakov says, I understand that there's a serious issue over here. And it could be that it's better to burn these Kisvi HaKadosh. Shem Hashem. To take it and burn it and to violate an Isra de Oraisa. And he has a precedent from Shol Amelech. Shol Amelech killed himself because he knew that he was going, his body was going to be disgraced and he was going to go through a disgrace. So it was better for him. He took his, hand, his life into his own hands and committed suicide, which was Usr, because he was afraid of the Bizayan. And if that's going to happen by a body, all the more so we have to be concerned that that could happen by, uh, by, by Kisvei HaKadosh and Shem Hashem. So just like Shola Melech did, we're allowed to as well. The Knesset Yecheskel responds to the Shrus Yaakov, who's in his generation, and he says, eh, we're not going that far. We have to find other Eitzes. And the G'dayle Ador didn't accept. They said, Shola Melech is different. It's a, it's a body. It's not Kisvi HaKadosh. He has a lot of arguments I'm not going to get into, but he, he writes that that's not the Minig. We don't have such a heter. And as brought down in the, uh, the Gilyan B'Kiveger on the Shulchan Orsim Kuvnandali, he brings us Knesset Yecheskel, and the Paiskim were not Mechabal the Shrus However, however, there was another um, uh, there, there, there was another attempt. Throughout the generation, there's been different attempts. I'm going to skip a few generations. I'm going to go to the attempt of Rav Moshe Feinstein in Igris Moshe. You're a day achelik dalit simin lametes. Rav Moshe Feinstein was asked, "Can we dispose of kisve akodesh in the recycling bins? Can we dispose of kisve akodesh in recycling bins?" So here, Rav Moshe has. An unbelievable tshuva, a very, uh, a very, very uh, strong chiddush. First of all, he's he's mocked him about the big problem, and he also complains about the tremendous lack of uh, lack of thought in just printing everything and just making sure that you know uh, everybody has everything available, and then not knowing what to do afterwards. But then Ramosha says, "Let's think about if we could find a heter for these kisvei akodesh." And he suggests the following. There's two categories. There's the category of Torah Shebich Sav. Torah Shebich Sav, there's a mitzvah to write. There's a mitzvah to write in parchment. There's a mitzvah to write Sifrei uh, Tanach. Uh, uh, there's a mitzvah to write Torah Shebich Sav. Torah Shebich Sav. Torah Shebalpeh, you're not supposed to write really. The reason why we write Torah Shebalpeh is based on a Pesach, Eislah Seishla Hashem, Efer Torah that you have no other choice but to write Divrei Torah, otherwise you would forget. So there's a heter to write Divrei Torah, because otherwise we would forget. 
And therefore, we're allowed to write, we're allowed to print Gemaras, we're allowed to print Divrei Torah, Chidushim, and the more that we print, great. Says Ramayshe, the whole Kedusha that comes from these Sifrei HaKodesh is based on your learning. And you're, and you're teaching them and you're learning them. But once you stop learning from them and you stop teaching them, they lose their Kedusha. It's a, it's, it's, a, uh, it, it's a limited time span Kedusha, says Ramayshe Feinstein. That the, basically a Gemara that is not going to be ra'u'i. What does that mean, ra'u'i? People are just not going to learn from it anymore. It doesn't say it has to be to a point that you can't physically learn from it. It's something that, that's it. People finished learning from it. It's over. Says Ramayshe, it does not require Gniza. Ad kedekach. And he... he uh, uh, it, he basically, he, uh, so he basically uh, 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 it goes with this heter, and and because of that, and because of that, according to Rav Moshe, a lot of things would not require gniza. Now he he doesn't write it as a complete heter, and in other places, Rav Moshe writes that you have to be careful. For Geniza. I think they asked this question of David Feinstein, and he, he didn't answer. I mean, that's what they, they, they quote in the Sefer. They asked Rabbi Yashiv about this tshuva, and Rabbi Yashiv was vehemently opposed to this heter, even though Rabbi Yashiv had tremendous respect for the Igris Maisha. He asked other Paiskim as well. It, it's a big chiddish to say that Gemaras are, have a temporary Kedusha once you finish using the Gemaras. And of Kedusha Pashtas, once Kedusha was chal on them, because there is a heter of writing Divir Torah, they're Divir Torah, they're called Davar. So, the Igris Maisha is also, wasn't a heter that was uh, very accepted. There's a Hartzvi, that the Hartzvi writes, just like Shem Hashem, uh, Grama is allowed. There was also Machlekes regarding Grama and Shem Hashem, the Sibir Chassim says not that way, but Lehalacha, we allow uh, a grama by Shem Hashem, just like there's the famous Gemara of somebody has Shem Hashem written on his body. He's allowed to go into the mikveh with, uh, with wrapping something around him, some, some rubber around him to make sure that the Shem Hashem doesn't erase right away. So over here too, says the Hartzvi, uh, says the, says the if you put Shem Hashem in Geniza, you're not going to, if you're going to put them in a recycling bin or in a, or in a bin that's not going to have disgrace done to it, uh, is, there's no bizayin right away. It's not you who's handling it. It's an Isser de Rabbanon. And Isser de Rabbanon, Anagrama, he's willing to hear that it might be allowed. Rav Moshe says he understands the Ibatim, the Ibatim when, when the Isser of erasing the name of Hashem and any other Gniza, which is an Isser that comes out of there, is, is, an, is a Loshan Ibud, any way that you dispose of it. So even in a way of Grama, it's going to be Aser. Shem Hashem is different. He says that, 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 that you're, not, uh, you're, not really, you're not really erasing it. It's, it's, you're trying not to erase it. It happens on its own. But when you do an active action of throwing something in a garbage, in a garbage can or in a garbage bin, and eventually it's going to be used as, as, as incinerating to a pulp and, and, and erasing the name of Hashem, you know that's going to happen. There's no header for that. So Ramayish himself says there's no heter of grama in regards to the garbage, the garbage bin. So we're kind of stuck over here. We're we're trying to uh, we're tr- we're trying to uh, uh, to find a heter every single direction we go to, and we're having trouble. One final heter, and this is where uh, where where uh, where we have to really understand the oimekadvarim, the 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 yesaid of Geniza, which is the following. Ever throughout the generations, there has always been Baruch Hashem printing presses, 
which uh, were the cornerstone of, of, of the survival of the Jewish people, to be able to have divrei uh, Torah to learn from. It's a big bracha to have Kisvei HaKodesh. Uh, Livorno was a big place of Kisvei HaKodesh. Vilna, other places were centers where they printed Kisvei HaKodesh. These places had a tremendous issue. Uh, because at, in order to print, you have to have a prototype first. You have to like have a practice. It's called kartikin in the Lashon of the Paiskim. In English, it's called galleys. A galley. What I learned. <laughs> it's a galley. They say, no, a galley is a kitchen and a boat. No, a galley is a copy, a, a first printing of a book that you uh, uh, that you see if it's a if it's if it's a um, if it's uh, if it's good or not, if it has enough ink, if it's centered right, if it if it if it sits well on the page, there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of galleys that were left over in these botet fus, and paper was expensive, and these these botet fus would just sell them to places where they would make toilet paper from them, which where they would make other shimushe uh, bizoyan from the paper. And it was left, and it was a big problem. What did they do with all of these galleys? They didn't sell books because they, were, they weren't books to be sold that were being used by people. These were a lot of extra copies over the years they accumulated. What to do with these kartikin? So the G'dayle Ador addressed this Shiloh. There's the Masas Binyamin, the Ein Yitzchak, which is Rav Yitzchak Elchan Inspector, and the Meishiv Dovar, the Meishiv Dovar, the, uh, the Nitziv. They all addressed this Shiloh. And I'm going to just quote to you the aside of the Ein Yitzchak, such an important tshuva, and the Meshav Dover says the same thing. And this is, this is a very important aside. First, the Ein Yitzchak proves that the Isra of Kisvei HaKodesh is a Derabanan. That's number one. How does he prove that it's Derabanan? It's written in the Gemara Masechus Megillah, Luchais, Li'islamid Boy, Ein Te'unan Gniza. Luchais, which Rashi doesn't know what it means, but the Rambam says that Luchais means... A blackboard that you write for the children, you're allowed, it does not have this, you could erase it. Why? Says the, says, says the Ein Yitzchak, and he quotes a Tashbates, that since it's something that's temporary and used for practice, it's never, there's never Kedusha on it. Same thing too, uh, if you write a few Divrei Torah and then you want to erase it, you're allowed to erase the Divrei Torah. If a Soif writes Psukim, he's also allowed to erase, even though there it has Kedusha. Why? Because since it's in Isidur it's not Shem Hashem. Shem Hashem he can't erase. But, but the, uh, the Soifim have a hard time if they write Shem Hashem and there's a mistake. There's, there are special people hired to cut out the Shem Hashem with the cloth. It takes a whole umness how to peel it off and not erase it. But if it's not Shem Hashem, they're allowed to erase it. Why? Because there's a Tzoyrach. There's a need to, and therefore they're able to erase whatever Shem Hashem that's written. I'm sorry, whatever psukim, whatever psukim that are written because it's letzayrach. But not only that, even something that is, that is, um, that was written, Islamic for the children, now they want more room on the blackboard, they're also allowed to erase it. Because it was an Isr Durabanan and letzayrach was allowed. So says the Inyitzchak number one, and we're dealing with Isurei Durabanan. Unless you have the name of Hashem, we're dealing with Isurei Durabanan. But he says, furthermore, where does Kedusha come from? Kedusha doesn't happen automatically once the Torah are written. What's the proof? The Gemara and Gitin writes that an Apikairis that writes a Sefer Torah, Yisoreh, you burn the Sefer Torah. Amin, you know, we just had the case in Yerushalayim that they found out that somebody was a missionary and he was a Sefer. The halacha of whatever he wrote is that we burn. We, we, we burn them. 
how could we burn the shame of Hashem? You have in the name of Hashem that's written. The answer is, it doesn't have Kedusha to it. A Goy who writes the shame Hashem, and he doesn't, he's not a Min Aduk Be'avoy you don't know if he had the name of Hashem, just let's say it's a cipher who didn't, didn't know that he wasn't Jewish, then there's more, there's more of a Shailah by... That, that might for sure need Gniza, but a, a guy that you don't know what his Kavana was, Yigana says Rebzikol Chonan based on, uh, uh, based on the Shav Yankiv because we don't know if he had a Kavana or not. But somebody who for sure doesn't have Kavana for Kedusha Sasfarim, there's no Kedusha that's Chal on these Divrei Torah. Somebody who doesn't have Kavana for Kedusha, the, it, it does not have a Kedusha Sefer Torah. It's called... It's called being mazmin dover le kedusha. Even though hazman alav milse, if you designate something for kedusha, it's not kedusha unless it's actually uh, going to be used for kedusha. For example, if I designate a bathroom, right? If I'm building a house and I designate a, something to be a bathroom, ruach ra doesn't come on this bathroom yet unless it's used because hazman alav milse. Same thing to kisra kodesh. Hazman alav milse. He cloth that was prepared for a cipher and he didn't use it yet. Hazman alav milse. But once he's using it. Then divrei Torah or divrei kedusha, it's chal right away. It's chal right away. Says Rabbi Yisrael these people printing the galleys have kavana that there should the other Abba, they should have kavana that kedusha should not be chal on them, and they won't require gniza. The meishiv davar is mashri. The stomach of the kavana is that way. When they're printing, stomach of the kavana is that there's no kedusha. Even more than the Ein Yitzchak. Which comes out that if somebody is going to print Divrei Torah with in mind that there should not be Kedusha, Kedusha shouldn't be Chal on this item. Amazing. Unbelievable. Not only that. So it, according to this, there's a Masas Ben Yamin that says the same Yisrael. Rabbi Yashiv was asked from Rabbi Shagafai Vokon, the Badei Asholchan, what to do with newspapers. Tons of newspapers. You're supposed to spend hours sifting through the Divrei Torah. You're never going to finish. Rabbi Yashif says, based on this Kartikin and this Yesoid, it could be that newspapers would not require Gniza. Because they were not printed, L'Shem Kedushas Kisve HaKodesh. And he brings us Masas Binyamin that Mistama the Kavana is that way. Mistama the Kavana is that way. If Mistama the Kavana is that way, it was never Chal Kedusha on these Divrei Torah and you'd be able to put them in the recycling. Can't be them. You can't throw them on the floor. You can't put them in the garbage. You have to put them neatly in a bag in the recycling bin. But he gives a heter for newspapers. Last week, I had this chus of calling Rabbi Shleiman Miller from Toronto. Toronto's in lockdown still. <laughs> so he was, so it's easier to catch him than usual. So, not his, but he wasn't happy about it, I'll tell you that much, but, but it's to our benefit. And, and, uh, and I asked him, I said, Rebbe, tell me what to tell the Oilam, Legabe, the, these heterim, newspapers or publications, parsha sheets, what are we supposed to do? Can I tell people to actually be saimich on the Ein Yitzchak and throw these things in the recycling? And he said the following, because it's a shasat chak, because it's so hard to, to dispose of all of these periodicals. Anything that was printed for temporary use, for use that's not long-lasting, the Kedusha doesn't, is not Chal for long-term. The Kedusha is not Chal. For example, a, 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 a pamphlet of Divrei Torah that requires Geniza, because it was printed to be there for a long time. 
but a magazine that you get a new magazine every week, so you know that you were printing it only for a week. You never had in mind that it should be that it have it should have a hasmana and a kedusha long term. So it does. It's not chayav begniza. So to the parsha sheets, so to the newspapers, anything that doesn't have the shem Hashem. You have to sift through it. Which, by the way, we have to instruct the schools. If we have people who are involved in schools, there has to be a policy that the teachers should not print Shem Hashem. Should not, should not take photocopies of the Chumash unless the child is going to have that Chumash all year. But practice sheets of, of, of a Chumash that has Shem Hashem is not right. It's just making problems. It's just making problems. But anything that doesn't have Shem Hashem... That already we have a little bit of 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 um, of, of, of resp- we'll have a, we're we're a little more makel on. That obviously the best thing would be to find the solution of gnisa, but if not, if somebody wants to rely on recycling since it's shasat chak, putting it in the blue bin for any of these temporary sheets that were printed that do not have shem hashem in them, there's what to be soymechan. Not saying it that it's the best kula, but there's what to be soymechan. And if somebody is printing these things and he has kavana that it shouldn't be chal kisli akoydish on them, nach besser, even better. So that 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 is something that definitely uh, that definitely could help us out. It's amazing the the, the kedusha that one has to have to the kisli I'll just mention to you a story with my chavrusa. This happened. This happened firsthand. I'll tell, I'll say his name. I'm sure he doesn't mind. I have a chavrusa at Chasher Talmudacham, Rabbi Yehuda Kraft. Just had a baby. And Mazel uh, Tov, and his uh, he named this baby Elio Eliezer, and uh, the kavana. It was a second kavana, but the second kavana was for Rav Dessler, Shverdu Rav Dessler, Rav Elio Eliezer Dessler. When I was learning with him, he was running to doctors because the baby was a breach, the baby was upside down. Now, it's written in certain sfarim. And it is Kabbalah from Chachme Yerushalayim that a breech baby, you look around the house to see if a safer is upside down. Sfarim have to be treated, be covered. I told him, you got to look through Sfarim. He says, I looked all over the house. I couldn't find a safer upside down. Baby wouldn't turn. One, two, three people, baby wouldn't turn. Finally, for some reason, the baby gave it. He said, okay, I'll turn. And, and, Baruch Hashem, baby was born. Healthy, everything fine. On when was this? Uh, Friday, I was learning with him. He says, "You know, I never told you about. It. I was looking for Sfarim upside down." He said, "I just took out the Art Scroll say, a book we had at home on Rav, the Rav Dessler book, and the sheet was written. You know, like the the, the 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 sheet cover was was in the right spot, but that safer was actually upside down." <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, I heard that. I said, "Unbelievable!" He said, that the baby was named for Rav Dessler. It's just a, the, 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 listen, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't make money out of giving uh, segulas and brachis and whatever else. And uh, I'm just telling you what's written in the Sfarim. But you, you have to be careful with Kisvei Akoydish. Kisvei Akoydish have kedusha to them, and we have to treat them properly. So, yes, are we allowed to throw in the recycling? And I know poiskim. Who are soymich on this? That the, the newspapers and the parsha sheets, they put in the blue and they tie and they tie it up in a bag and they dispose of it. Is it something that's lechatchila? No. But if it's going to come to an awareness, 
You know, sometimes you're so machmer on something, it's very hard to be, you know, you know, it's very hard to keep it and, you know, you throw the, you throw the, the, the baby with the bathtub water. If you're gonna, if you're gonna at least, you know, be makel on that, but we have to be very careful with the Shem Hashem, very careful with Sfarim that are, that are printed, Sfarim that you see on the floor. Uh, uh, if you're walking in the street that you see Divrei Torah on the floor, these things are important. We just made a moving link and there's like tons of things on the floor and everything. I was holding these heavy bags. I said, you know, I'm, thanks to Rev Mildman, I was, I was studying this, uh, I, was, I was learning this subject. I put, this, I put the things down and I told people also, let's, let's clean up a little bit before we leave. It's just killing what does that mean? You have Divri Torah on the floor. You know, in the previous generations, they would faint if they saw this. So if this kula will lead us to more Zahiris and other things in Kisvei HaKodesh, so maybe that'll be a good justification and that'll justify the Shasat Chak. Now, how do we do Gniza? This is, I'm going to finish off soon. How do, uh, what, what do we do Gniza with? Just before, before I continue, Rishleim Miller told me in the same vein that his Rishiva, Ryan Cutler, used to say, how different is that we're Mesiachs to Kisvei HaKodesh than the Goyim. But the Goyim, they want to be Mechabit someone. They put his name, on, they put his, his picture on a stamp. What do you do with the stamp? Besides licking it? Yeah, they, you throw it, and then eventually it's on the floor, and you stamp on it a few times. Maybe they're stamp collectors, but that's the mute. Most stamps go to the garbage, and they're just, they don't care. So, you know, they want to be Mefarsim, and that's it. Bayez Libertad is the opposite. We, 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 we want to preserve, we want to make sure that it doesn't come lead ibu. So, what do we do regarding a burial? So you think you have to buy plots in cemeteries, which by the way, Rabbi Biton got the cemetery to donate a plot for, uh, for, for, for their Gniza. But that's one shul, and that's, you know, certain periodicals that they collect. But what are we going to do with, like, community Gniza? Tons and tons of Gniza. What do we do? So I thought of an idea. I thought of an idea like this, but I don't know if it is okay environmentally and with the city of Los Angeles. But I had to do some renovations on my house. So I had to like dig up stuff and there was like big holes in the ground. Lehalacha, we know when we walk into a cemetery, you're not allowed to walk on, on Chas Vashon, on top of a caver. You have to treat it with tremendous COVID. A koyin especially can't go next to there. Um, you know, if, you're, if you have a shul, you can't have a bathroom on top of a shul. It doesn't work that way, Big Niza. Rabbi Yashif said, as long as the pipes don't, don't penetrate into the, into the into, you know, the, there's leakage into the, into the Kisri HaKadosh, as long as it's three tfachim under the ground, even one tefah, but really, three tfachim, you're fine. So, why don't we just like have these holes that people are building with, and you know, if you have builders that are, that are, uh, that are up to it, uh, well, you know, as long as the inspector is okay with it, I'm not sure the inspector is going to be okay with it. Not sure he's going to be okay. But I don't think what? Who? Inspector will be fine with it. So there you go. So you just you fill up a few bags as as and, and then and you put dirt on top of it. It's a win-win because sometimes you have to find dirt and then you don't have enough dirt to fill it in. Fill it in with kisveh kodesh. I don't have copyright on this idea. I didn't patent this idea. Anybody who wants to take this idea and run with it, please do. Please do. It's a good idea, Rabbi Milman? It sounds good, no? Now, somebody, I have a friend who has pistachio farms in it's the Bakersfield. He called me up and he said he started looking into it and he says it could be, as he said, with the inks, ink, ink, 
ink running environment. Ah, come on, honestly. We, really, we're going to be worried about a little bit of ink running. But then he said it could be that, that, they, that they'll be worried, that the, that the county will be worried with it. I think we have to... Uh, we have to speak to, we have to appeal to their humanity, to, to, to appeal to the authorities and tell them we have a problem over here. Please help us out. If we're mishtadl be'inyan, I'm sure we'll find a solution. I'm not a contractor. I'm not a, um, I'm not an environmentalist. I, I don't know the different, the different, uh, the different details, but what I can tell you is that it's not as hard as we think, especially with all of these landfills that we have. If we could find a solution, just people have to step up to the plate. I read you, I read you, I, I read you the, um, I read you the Kolkaira. Number one is that if we if we if we are careful in things that that really require gnis and over time they pile up, it won't be as much as as we think. If we it's a three prong approach. Number one, prevent preventative. Don't print what you don't have to necessarily. I'm not saying divertoyer that you should hold off from printing parshishis divertoyer that that's your lifeline. But if you're just going to print tons of things and not even read them, or the schools are just going to print tons of things. Shame Hashem for sure not, but tons of deretire, maybe just cut down on that. Cut down on, you know, the invitation, before you print the invitation, you know, I'm a great sachacham, I'm speaking. In the meantime, I w- uh, you know, in Link, they also printed a, a flyer for Gniza, and, and, you know, I think they, 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 the, the, the graphic artists took some Gniza things, and I, I thought they weren't going to print the flyer, I didn't, because I, I, didn't, I didn't check if there was going to be Shame Hashem written. On the flyer, I pick it up, and there's Shame Hashem written up. You came up, it's like a super terrible. I was like, oh my gosh, what a hypocrite I am. That's number one. It's like, come on. So I tried to gather the papers to make sure, because those are going to have to really go into Geniza, and that's tough. And that's tough. But so the truth is that Ain Yitzchak did say that, that he was talking about things that are Sidurim, that have Shem Hashem, but we don't rely on that, like Abbe Shem Hashem, relying on the Gabi other Kisviach But we have to be careful. We have to be careful as much as we can. Uh, not to, uh, to, to, to treat Kisvei Hakodesh bekedusha. I, I read to you the 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 the, um, the the different sukkim that are involved. So I just want to uh, quickly summarize what we said. We spoke about the importance of of Geniza, uh the makor where it comes from in the Torah, the 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 makor of of erasing the name of Hashem, and any other Kisvei Hakodesh that have the name of Hashem, Gemaras and any other uh, Torah Shabal Peh. Should we should be careful to uh, to to dispose of them as well? It's an it's a it's a derabanan to dispose of them. Tashmishe mitzvah nizrakin. You could throw them out, but you have to be careful. Which is tzitzis shay for a lulav even chala that a woman separates. So what she could do is that she could burn it. But the paiskim say if she can't if she can't burn it, she's allowed to. Uh, She's allowed to put it in a paper bag, non-disposable, and throw it in a place where it's not going to be uh, mevuzik, because once again, it has a shaykh to a mitzvah. Bracha was said with it. Um, we, we spoke about the different solutions, and we said that burning it is not an option. Uh, uh, you know, saying that it doesn't have kedusha after, after, after its use doesn't seem to be accepted, even by Ramesh himself, doesn't seem to be so happy. Uh, saying that it's a grum is also not so pashat, but we said maybe from the fact that that uh, Kedusha was not designated from the beginning, maybe that would be a heter. And then we, uh, we, we especially since we're talking about the Rabbanis that don't, don't have the Shem Hashem, and then we spoke about the solutions would be finding, uh, finding empty, uh, empty ground that we could put it in and covering it up, and that way it'll, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be considered a kvura. It doesn't have to be necessarily by a cemetery. It doesn't have to be necessarily in a place where I won't have a bathroom or anything on top of it. 
I just, if I'm able to bury it properly, So if something positive comes out of this shear, anybody listening to this shear regarding Gniza, the Valley Coil that's doing such an excellent job of our Bata Satayra, should continue weiter. I thank you for the opportunity and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name should be Miskadish and it should be a Segula for us that uh, we should never have any more Megafas. Amen. And Baruch Hashem, there's no earthquakes today, so that was good. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.